Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Good morning. It is Wednesday, July 15th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. On today's episode, we're talking about Quinn Ewers, who is the best quarterback prospect at this stage in his development since... Trevor Lawrence, but you didn't hear that just from me. Friend of the podcast, Charles Power, a national analyst for 24-7 Sports, wrote that Tuesday in a feature story introducing Ewers as the next phenom quarterback to hit the college football recruiting stage. And today, as 24-7 Sports releases its updated rankings for the class of 2022, Ewers will come in at number one. As a sophomore last fall, Ewers burst onto the scene, throwing for 45 touchdowns to just three interceptions for over 4,000 yards with a completion percentage above 70, all while leading powerhouse high school Southlake Carroll near Dallas, Texas to a 13-1 record. And those numbers, by the way, are a little bit better than what Lawrence put together when he was a sophomore in high school. So, yeah, we're talking about the real deal here. We've been blessed with transcendent quarterbacks the last couple of years. And, and even if we are admittedly a little liberal with that word, think about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, both in the class of 2018, both received 101 ratings in the top 247 rankings. And Bryce Young and DJ Uyangalale in the class of 2020, they were also 101. So, look, we've been dealing with this the last few years. And, and even in 2020, you saw Bryce Young. He finished as the number one player in the class of 2020, but he didn't even make that move to the top of the charts until the very final rankings. So for Ewers to be ranked number one right now, headed into his junior season of high school, well, it's the first time a quarterback has been ranked number one this early in the cycle since, again, Trevor Lawrence. And with two seasons of eligibility remaining, it's a safe bet that Ewers is about to carve out quite the legacy for himself as a high school recruit before he's off to college. And speaking of all that, it's a who's who of colleges who are after Ewers. Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Texas are currently in the best position to land his services, according to Steve Wiltfong of 24-7 Sports. So today on the podcast, with the rankings coming up and a day after Charles's great piece on Quinn Ewers, I thought we should talk to his high school football coach, 31-year-old Riley Dodge, of South Lake Carroll about what it's been like grooming the next big thing at a pressure cooker of a program like Carroll. Riley knows a little bit about that. He played quarterback for the Dragons as well, and he won state in 2006 by slaying Nick Foles' Westlake Chaparrales. And before we play our interview with Riley, we had to take a quick break so that our partners can get a word in. But I'll prime you before that with a little bit, a little nugget about that state championship. If Twitter had been around back then, Riley would have gone viral for what happened in a tied game in the fourth quarter when he threw up on the field, snapped the football, and then took advantage of a flat-footed defense to throw a go-ahead touchdown strike. At the top of your screen, you've got the 
Into the boundary, you've got man coverage. Going up top, has his man touchdown. The defender fell down. It was a nice job of putting the touch on, my goodness. He got sick, and <laughs> he threw a touchdown pass. He got sick, then made the Westlake defender sick. My goodness. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's fun to talk to you because I was uh, I went to Westlake and then Texas, okay. but I was a sophomore in high school when you, uh, when you beat Nick Foles at, at State, and I, I think... I mean, anyone who saw that game probably always asks you first about <laughs> you puking on one play and then yeah. and then and then throwing the touchdown right after snapping the ball. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That's probably uh, that's probably the number one thing when I introduce myself to people that know about Texas high school football. When I introduce myself, I'm like, hey, you're the guy that threw up. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's cool to see that you're the head coach. I what are you? You're 31, right? 31. Yep. That's incredible. I think a lot of people listening probably would not totally grasp how big of a deal the big 6A schools are are in Texas and, and the way they do football. South Lake Carroll isn't just a football team. This is a program. You've got a Pop Warner pipeline. You've probably got middle schools running shell versions of your plays. And so mm -hmm. I, I say all that to kind of ask, when did you know about Quinn Ewers? When did you know he was going to be special? And, and I'm wondering if that even predated when you were named the head coach. Yeah, I knew um, I knew a little bit about Quinn when I was the offense coordinator at Northwest. I'm good friends with uh, Graham Harrell, and at the time, Graham was the offense coordinator at North Texas. And uh, you know, me and uh, Graham were talking one day, and Graham said that uh, they had camp one day, and that he had uh, offered a, a seventh grader. <laughs> and I was like, "You have to be kidding me!" He's like, "He's actually from South Lake," and I was like, "I was like, that's that's absolutely wild that the seventh graders getting offered a, a scholarship to a Division One program." So when I got the job here, I had a decent idea of Quinn and that we had a, a young quarterback in the pipeline that was, uh, uh, from what everything that I heard, that I had heard, was pretty special. So he, as a freshman, you had somebody else and he makes varsity as a sophomore, I believe. And it, yep. was it just a slam dunk for him to be the starter? Yeah, I think, you know, early on in his freshman year, we decided to play him on JV. And uh, we actually moved him up to the varsity um, his freshman year to, um, during the playoffs. And uh, Quinn actually punted for us during the playoffs when he was just uh, as a freshman. You could kind of tell, even though he was just punting, not playing quarterback, just the uh, type of uh, – intangibles that he had nothing really phased him and he didn't really the bright lights didn't really bother him and then going into sophomore year going into that spring we had um 
Quinn and then uh, another quarterback that we uh, ended up moving to tight end, Blake Smith, that's now at Texas A&M uh, playing tight end for the Aggies. But, uh, yeah, we uh, I knew pretty early that it, it was going to be Quinn you know, going to his sophomore year, and uh, he had a, a fantastic uh, for, uh, sophomore year. Did he exceed expectations as a sophomore? Yeah, he did. He did. He, um, you know, I think early on, you know, as a me being the quarterback coach and the play caller, you spend a lot of time with him. So, uh, you know, he's only, you know, at the time he was 15 years old. So you really don't know what you have until you know, the lights turn on. And, um, you know, I think once we got through um, non-district play, our first three ball games and hit a bye week, he, I, I really felt like we had something special in this kid. And we were able to put a lot on his plate offensively. Uh, with formations and different concepts and really uh, challenge him and uh, to lead us as a, as a young kid um, last year. And uh, he uh, really took off um, as we uh, entered district play. It sounds like intangibles. I- I've read some interviews uh, from w- what you've said about him and-, and listening to you talk. It sounds like those are off the charts. What else makes him special to the point where we're talking about him on a national college football podcast and he's hasn't even started his junior year of high school yet? Yeah, you know, I, I think the the one thing I try to pride myself in is just knowing quarterbacks, and that's the position I played. And um, I've been around, um, you know, as a player, been around a lot of good ones, and as a coach, been around a lot of good ones at the college level as well. And you know, God just gave him a lot of abilities. You know, I mean, he's got one of the biggest arms I've ever been, uh, seen in person, and but it's very smooth. It's not, uh, it's not uh, rigid. It's very smooth, and um, he's just got a lot of ability. Just uh, throwing the throwing football and then yeah, I think the one thing that stands out and tangible wise with him is he's just a he's a cool calm customer nothing really phases him you know on or off the field he is he is very laid back and I think that's something that you need at the quarterback position but understands when he has to turn it up and uh, you know challenge his teammates yeah I want to talk about the quarterbacks you've been around you, you followed at South Lake Chase Daniel and Greg McElroy and, and we're talking about Chase Daniel breaking records at Mizzou and then Greg mm-hmm. McElroy wins a national title yeah at Alabama, um, what what does it take to be special at, at the level that Southlake is playing football on? And I imagine there's a lot of pressure at that school to be the starting quarterback, and you've experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's something that Quinn's going to have to have to handle the next two years, especially as the hype grows and grows. Yeah, I think this place really prepares yourself. You know, yeah. Uh, of the quarterback position for the next level. Uh, we've, like you said, we've had a lot of really good ones that have come through here. Uh, Chase Daniel, Greg McElroy, I follow those two. Uh, you know, even after me, uh, Kenny Hill came through these hallways. Uh, um, uh, Ryan Agnew, who uh, just got done playing at uh, San Diego State. Uh, David Pylon was a starting quarterback. Houston, I can go on and on. Um, so we've had a lot of really good ones. But I think the one thing that stands true with all the quarterbacks that have come through here is once they – uh, kind of found their confidence as a quarterback. They all those guys left from the front, and I think that's that's the number one thing you have to have as a quarterback at, at any level, the high school, college, or in, in NFL. I mean, the quarterback has got to be uh, the leader of your program or the leader of your organization, and they got they got to be the bell cow um, on and off the field. And uh, that's one thing that uh, I think as you get older, you mature into that uh, to that role. And you know, this this upcoming year for Quinn, um, we don't have a lot of kids coming back from the year. We we had uh, the really good uh, team we had last year. So, he, I mean, he's a veteran on our football team, and he's got to really uh, adopt that role, and I think it's something that he's excited about. When you were the starter and, and winning the state title and, and doing all that, did you find yourself at all 
reading the headlines, you know, listening to what people said about you. I I imagine you're going to be like, no, I, I drowned it out yeah. or Eric Quinn drowns it out. But 17, 18 yeah. back then, it's probably hard not to. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier for me to drown it out than it is for him just because there wasn't social media, right? So like for any of these kids, I mean, they can hop on um, social media at any point and, uh, you know, everybody you know, tell them how good they are or, you know, how bad they are. And so I think it's difficult for our kids nowadays, but yeah, you definitely hear it. I think, you know, especially in the town that, uh, that these kids are in and, um, you know, me playing here, you, you feel it, you know, um, you know, when you're the quarterback in this town, you walk down the street, everybody knows who you are. And, uh, you know, I think Quinn's kind of at a different level than uh, a lot of our guys uh, that have come through here in the quarterback position just because of the uh, notoriety that he is getting currently at such a young age uh, nationally. So, um, but I think like earlier, like I said, the kid's very comfortable in his own skin. Um, he doesn't get really rattled or too caught up in it, but you know, I'm sure that, you know, he hears it, but I think the really special quarterbacks understand that uh, it's not, it's not uh, just them uh, winning football games. It takes everybody around them to get the job done. Yeah, I remember at Westlake, Nick Foles, even as a junior starter, was signing autographs after yeah, games. It's yeah. it's just like this massive. It's it's a huge deal. Um, so your dad, Todd, is a legend in the state of Texas. He played quarterback at UT, five time state champion, just won one. Uh, was North Texas's head coach for four years. Have you leaned on on him at all for advice as far as grooming top quarterbacks? Like, Dad, how do how do you handle this? How do you handle that? Mm-hmm. Like, like any of that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that started at a young age for me. I mean, I've, I've been in Jim House Rad, and I've been in every field house that he's been in. Uh, so obviously, uh, that's the guy that uh, molded me into uh, the quarterback that I was. And then, um, you know, I think right now where I'm at in my career is more of, you know, when I talk to my dad, it's more about, you know, program stuff, different type of questions when it comes in, you know, just talk about uh, the holistic part of running a football program. Uh, you know, I think that I'm finally at a point on the offensive side of the ball. I don't have all the answers, trust me, but um, just the quarterback play and um, being a play caller, I've been really fortunate to be around some really good guys uh, from Cliff Kingsbury to uh, Major Applewhite to uh, a lot of different guys um, that uh, I've gotten to uh, pick their brains over uh, the last several years and got an opportunity to work with. But um, yeah, my dad is uh, my go-to guy when it comes to uh, if I if I have any type of questions uh, when it comes to uh, the quarterback position. Yeah, so I remember in 2014 I went to a practice at Westlake because I wanted to interview uh, a kid who had just committed to to Texas, and at the time Westlake had a sophomore quarterback named mm-hmm. Sam Ellinger who mm-hmm. I like, was just turned 16. And I was talking to one of the parents at the practice, and he pointed over to Sam. He was like, "That kid is going to be really good." Todd uh, Todd Dodge, your, your father, loves mm-hmm. him not really letting him do media yet, kind of kind of <laughs> hiding him a little bit, kind of yeah. protecting him. Sure. And I always thought that was interesting. Like like Sam wasn't even the most highly recruited or, you know, yeah. outside of Texas never really had any offers. But your dad not only knew at the age of 16 that this kid would be a special player, but mm-hmm. he also mm-hmm. knew, again, you're 16 years old. Like there's some sort of protection and quarterback management and massaging that, that needed no, no. To, to take place. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think that... Uh, you know, uh, there's several places across the state of Texas, you know, I think South Lake and West Lake are one of them that uh, get a lot of more media than a lot of other people. And, and on top of it, when you have a really good quarterback at one of those places that uh, a lot of the attention is going to go to that quarterback. So, um, and I, obviously I'm dealing with the same thing that my dad was dealing with with Sam. Uh, 
but uh yeah you have to you know you have to protect those kids a little bit just because you know sometimes they're not ready for uh the uh, the, the media side of things last question hoping we have a season this fall assuming you know Quinn's finding some way to, to work out this summer. What's the next step for him as, as a junior and a senior? And it's funny to ask next step because yeah. he's got two more years of high school to work on that. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the number one thing that, uh, that we're working on right now and it will continue to progress is uh, understand defensive football. And uh, I think when you have a young quarterback that's got the talent that Quinn has and, and then you can top it with uh, really understanding the game and, and and letting the game even slow down even more where it's almost you know at the high school level you get to a point with his skill level where everything's almost in slow motion that's uh that become pretty dangerous when you know what their defense is doing pre-snap and post-snap and you really truly understand where you're going with the football um i think you know obviously the sky's the limit for uh, quinn and um, he can have uh, a bigger year than he did this past year just with the knowledge that he has inside of our offense and understanding defensive play and i think that's the one thing that i learned from my dad is you know, uh, if you take real, a lot of pride in as a, as a coach or as a quarterback coach, you want, uh, if you have a Sam Ellinger or a Quinn Ewers or, uh, you know, a Kenny Hill that comes out of your program uh, and you want them to step on the board, um, a whiteboard with that, you know, offense coordinator, whatever college they go to, it can really dissect the defense. Uh, you know, that really makes you proud as a, as a coach. And, you know, that's what we're trying to get to right now with Quinn is that he can get on the board and, and talk X's and O's just like he's a coach. And, uh, and um, you know, like I said, it's going to get just, it's going to get better and better. And it's a process, but uh, he's making uh, big time strides right now. Good stuff from Riley Dodge, head coach at South Lake Carroll High School. Thanks for joining us, Riley. I appreciate it, guys. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the College Football Daily. We really appreciate Riley Dodge for taking some time out to join us. If you haven't checked out the 24-7 Sports Rankings, the updated rankings for the class of 2022, those are probably live on the website as you listen to this, so go check it out. It's not all about Quinn Ewers. There are a lot of good players in this class. For our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott. We will see you on Thursday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.